my check one two, my check one two, cha cha, my check one two, my check one two, cha cha cha, my check one two, my check one two. My check one two, my check one two, cha cha cha, my check one two, my check one two, my check one two, my check one two. Okay, what about now? Is this good 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 now? Is it good now? Is it good now? Now. Now, doctor, now. What about now? Is it better now? Or is it better now? Or is it better now? Now, Kakuda, now, Kakuda, now, Kakuda. Now, 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 now. 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 Shit. Mic check one two, mic check one two, cha cha, mic check one two, mic check one two, cha cha cha, mic check one two, mic check one two. Trying to do this from a setup that's like not really familiar with me, but it's whatever. It's honestly whatever. So, uh, yeah, let's do it. But now, is this good now? Is this good now? Is this a good now? Is this good now? Now, 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 now. Is it really good now, or is it not as good now? Hello and welcome to the Romp and Sombra Song Podcast. I'm your host, Black Cat Sammy. Today is January 1st, 2023. We're gonna we're doing our 50th oh well, I'm doing my 50th episode um today, New Year's, to start the new year right. And what I have in this episode is that I have my handy dandy iPad with me. Of course it doesn't show anything right now, but um ah, damn it, damn audio. It's like I don't like doing this on the mic. Because the mic doesn't get like my audio well, but I gotta do what I gotta do here. So um, yeah. But what I got here is this year iPad, and that means that I took some notes and and I also am doing a predictions show for 2023, which is gonna be 23 predictions for the world for the world of wrestling, the world of craps, the fabulous world of craps. Oh boy, it's so beautiful. Um. And without and without further ado, um, let's get started. And yes, this is like the first um first podcast episode on video, so you get to see the Samsung face or this ugly face, however you want to describe it. Really, I'm not like the most beautiful person out here, but I mean it's whatever. But like my posture isn't really the best, and like this microphone isn't really the best. Even though like I try to like you know I try to have it at like high volume, but I want I do not want to speak it too loud, nor do I want to speak too low. And plus, I got a nephew falling asleep, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, without further ado, in the daytime, I can, like, maybe be a little a bit louder, but, no, we're doing this shit in, like, the first hour of 2023. We're doing this shit in, like, the first hour of 2023. Or at least, I'm doing this shit in 2023. So, so basically, this is my face reveal. Hi, world. And, yeah, everything in 2022, that's a pass. We can learn from it. And um, another thing is that, like, okay, if you're uncancelable, like, say, Andrew Tate, I mean, I respect you to an extent, but you're still a piece of shit. So, uh, yeah, that also goes for Ethan Klein and, like, God knows how many people who are uncancelable. I mean, it depends who you are, but, like, a lot of y'all are pieces of shit or are just, like, falling off the island of relevancy. Only Roman Reigns can be in that island, so, yeah. Without further ado, let's talk about 23 predictions in 2023. Alright, so, number one, and I, I divide it into, um, I divide it into, like, categories, so, one category is gonna be on Puro, the other category is gonna be on Yoshi, other category is gonna be on WWE, the Fed, and my last category is gonna be on, um, it's gonna be on AEW, and I got a bonus category for, like, whatever, so, yeah. Um, yeah, so let's get started. 
Right, so prediction number one. Pick, I'm just like touching my nose and whatnot. So prediction number one is I have Minoru Suzuki will be the IWGP champion, but loses the belt to Will Ospreay. And the reason I say this is that Minoru Suzuki has, um, has been disbanded last year, last month actually. They had their last show. Um, Takotaichi Mania had, um, well, that was the last one we're ever going to have. And, uh, yeah, um, and yeah, Minoru Suzuki basically disbanded the, the, um, the old Suzuki gun. And, uh, it's a bittersweet moment. One of the most bittersweet moments in, like, 2022. Um, I'm going to have to be accustomed to saying 2022, like, last year because, well, as the last year because the whole year I've been accustomed to, like, saying 2021, but we're going to work that out. So speaking of like 2022, Minoru Suzuki is no longer a thing. So that means you're. So that means like everyone's going their separate ways. Um and yeah, fantasy booking like you can fantasy book it at any like any way possible. But here, I have Minoru Suzuki, um, being the Idol with GP champion. I think he's either gonna beat Jay or Okada for it. Um and I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna have like a three to four month reign. Before losing the belt to Will Ospreay. And uh, it's going to be a nice, like, you know, a nice, like, nice right off the sunset, essentially, type of thing. And especially for Minoru Suzuki, the guy deserves it. But, um, but like, he's long adieu. I mean, he's long overdue for a, for a title reign. Um, he's, like, he's a legend um, in the world of, like, Japanese pro wrestling. So, uh, yeah. He gave the guy his belt, um, but like losing the belt to Will Ospreay will second way to my second prediction. I think Ospreay is going to become the face of New Japan. It's 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 predictable, I know, but hear me out. I think like from what I've been hearing is that like um, from other people is that maybe Will Ospreay is going to become like the new face of New Japan. Maybe he's going to replace Okada, and like because I already know he's the Western face of New Japan. But, um, or at least he's going to be the Western face of, well, he already is the Western face of New Japan with, um, with Jay White. But, I think Will Ospreay is going to become the overall, like, you know, he's going to be the overall franchise of New Japan. Because Okada, like, his time on the top, hopefully it's going, um, is like, you know, hopefully it's like running out. No disrespect to Okada, but I personally believe that it's Will Ospreay's time. And, uh, yeah. He should become, and I think he's going to become the new face of New Japan. Bring all comers. Everyone has to go through um, Will Ospreys in order to become champion. Um, and uh, I think the United Empire, along with that, I think the United Empire is going to be more dominant. And I think they might replace um, Bullet Club as like the top heel faction in general. So it's going to take a bit more time, but I love the United Empire. Get them crowns up, y'all. Get them crowns up. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Also, I'm like breathing into the mic a lot because I don't know, man. It's I'm I'm getting nervous, but shit. Um, but I think like Osprey's gonna become the face of New Japan. Number three, there will be four different IWGP champions this year. I think it's not gonna be like it's gonna be like I don't know. Is is it gonna be a bad thing? But I kind of see it. I gotta see like the winner of the Jay White. Versus, no, the winner of the Jay White Okada match is probably going to lose to Minoru Suzuki. And then Minoru Suzuki is going to lose the belt to Osprey. So this year alone, we're going to have like three different champs. 
um, it's at three, four, five different champs, I guess. I don't know. But, like, let's go save four. So, Jay White loses. So, I think Jay White either retains and then loses Minoru Suzuki. And then he loses it to... Min and then, like, Minoru Suzuki has a reign for, like, three or four months. And then he loses to Osprey. And then, unfortunately, I think Osprey's going to lose a belt. I don't know if it's going to be Jay White, but, like, I think New Japan, they kind of, they, they're still holding on to Okada for whatever reason. And I love Okada, but it's time, it's kind of like, I don't want to say it's time to move on, but, like, you got to have somebody else other than Okada to carry your company. So, and there's other people that can carry the company, too. So, yeah, but I think there's probably, gonna, but I think there's going to be three to four idol GP champions. Now, moving on from New Japan, we talk, we're going to talk about DDT. I think Tatsuya Endo from DDT is going to become DDT champion, and I think he's going to be Higuchi for champion. It's going to be at one of the DDT shows that he's going to win the title, but I think it's probably going to be Cyberfest, but I don't know, because, like, I think that should be the main event for time for, um, for Cyberfest, but really, it's like you're, like, the folks over at Cyberfight, they're, they're going to have, like, problems, like, you know, trying to, like, put over which main event is more important is it like the ddt heavyweight championship or is it going to be the ghc championship which is like the title belt that misawa used to hold and uh, misawa was a fucking trailblazer in new japan um, in like japan all of japan but i think tachio endo is going to be the one that's going to be higuchi and he's been and he's been bulking up ever since he got knocked out by um by nakajima in cyber fight last i mean in cyber fight uh, in the Cyber Fight Cyber Fest last year, he's been bulking up. He's been having like a boatload of muscle and um, also a boatload of, of body as well. But you kind of need that when you're going against um when you're going against a Gucci who um who has who had a background in um in sumo wrestling. So I think Tetsuya Endo is going to become the DDT champion. Now, now we're gonna stick in um we're gonna be sticking to Cyber Fight loyal well, Cyber Fight um industries and um and we're going to talk about Noah. I think Keno becomes the GHC ch heavyweight champion this year. If it's not going to be I think he's eventually going to beat the belt off Kamoya of um Kamoya, but um but I don't know if it's going to be if it's going to be like momentarily or I don't know if he's going to like win the belt over at um at Cyberfest or or before Cyberfest. I honestly don't know, but like I love Keno and Keno has been killing it over. Well, he's been he's been killing it over and um over in Noah, like for the last two years, so I think he's gonna get another GHC Heavyweight Championship reign. So, and going and say segueing along with that, I think Kotobushi is gonna wrestle Noah, and I think he's gonna be challenging a champion Keno. And I think like this is me putting my fantasy booking hat on, but I think Keno is gonna become he's gonna be he's gonna dethrone Kamoya. My mouse dropped. But I think he's going to dethrone Kamoya, I think, tonight. And then Kotobushi is probably going to... I mean, I think Kotobushi is also, like... He's going to be... Yeah, I think he's free around February or something. But I think Kotobushi, he's going to be wrestling in Noah. With appearances in the U.S. from here and there. And I think Kotobushi, he's going to wrestle... He's going to wrestle Keno. And I think that's going to be the main event for Cyberfest in the summer that like eight long hour show it's like literally wrestlemania and in, in like the middle of like a japanese summer it's hot but at least they have it indoors so yeah 
Um, I think Kota Ibushi is going to become the... I think he's going to challenge Keno if he signed Noah, and I think he's going to win the GHC Heavyweight Championship against um against Keno and become a champion of Noah. But really, Noah is like unpredictable. Noah is unpredictable because like, I mean, I mean, Nakajima lost the belt unjustly. I think Osaki kind of lost the belt um unjustly, even though I do, even though I do like um, I like um Ko- I like Kojima a lot, but. Looking, you never gonna you you never know now really, so that, those are like my six predictions in Pearl. Now Yoshi wise, I got five predictions and they're mostly like stardom predictions. Uh, so prediction number seven. Okay, so so number so so let's run this down. Number one, Minoru Suzuki will be champion. Number two, Osprey becomes the face of New Japan. Number three, there will be three or four different idol with GP champions. Number four, Tetsuo Endo becomes the DDT champion and throne to Gucci. Five, Keno becomes the GHC heavyweight champ. And number six is going to be Kota Ibushi wrestling in Noah, challenging Keno and beating Keno for the GHC championship. But you never know with like title belt, with like title belt reigns over in Japan. You really don't know. Or it could be that Kota Ibushi might, or yeah, it could be that Kota Ibushi might be going to America, and maybe we might see Golden Lover. So yeah, who knows. Now, now we talk about now we talk about Yoshi. So prediction number seven, Julia will have a plethora of challengers for the World of Stardom Championship from both within Stardom and out of Stardom. And I say that because of like her history with like people over Nice Ribbon. Um, she has history with Rises, with Risa Sarah. She has history with um, she has history with Suzuki now Mayuki as well. And I think like everyone who has history with Julia, I think they're gonna like. They're gonna wrestle against Julia for the red belt, the World of Stardom Championship belt. And within Stardom, I think Shuri's gonna get an. I think Siri's gonna get a. Uh, I think Siri's gonna get another opportunity to become the World of Stardom champion. Even though I don't think she's gonna win it in a rematch. Maybe it could be a TLD. Maybe not. But I think Julia's gonna go against Siri again. I think Julia's gonna go against Tom Nakano. Call me Madman, but. She's gonna go against Tom Nakano like three times. I think Sai is gonna go against um against Julia. Maybe SLK if I'm a madman enough. I think there's and even like within Donna Del Mondo, you have Micah and Himika. They both challenge for um for for Siri for her belt. And I think they're gonna do the same with Julia, and it's gonna be like an absolute bar burner. It's gonna be an absolute bar burner, barn burner. It's gonna be a bar fight. It's gonna be beautiful. And also, I think um Utami's gonna be challenging for that red belt as well. Same with Mayu. And maybe and maybe Hazuki. I want Hazuki to go for that go after that belt. I mean that that'd be that'd be one hell of a fight. So because Hazuki's one of the most underrated fighters and we already know what Julia brings out. That's why we all love love Julia. And if you don't, well Arivadechi, I guess. So that's one prediction. Number eight, this one's gonna be pretty it's gonna be another predictable um prediction, but I think Mina will become champion. But I think, but also I think Club Venus breaks away from um from Cosmic Angels and take Waka and possibly Nagi with them. So I think Mina is gonna overthrow Saya for the white belt. She's gonna throw, yeah. I think Mina is gonna overthrow Saya Kamatani for the Wonder of Stardom Championship. Um, she's gonna become like the Pink Hell essentially, and um, and yeah, I think I think she's gonna break free to from the Cosmic Angels. 
um, the same way the cosmic angels broke free from stars like years ago, like two years ago. And I think Clavinas is going to take Waka with them, with her, with them. Ah, damn it. I think they're going to take Waka with them. And I think Unagi is going to be with, with, um, with Club Venus as well. It's because you're, because you have like, um, you got Malai, because aside from me, you got Ma, you got like Mariah May. I think that's her name. I think you, you got Mariah May, you got Cybrookside. Um, I think, I think, um, well, you got three people already. I think Mina, um, Mina forces Waka to do, well, yeah. I think Mina forces Waka to join them, and like Waka's gonna have a decision, and she's gonna get, and she's actually gonna get wins. However, she's gonna pick on Club Venus over Cosmic Angels, so she's gonna have the decision to, you know, she's gonna have the decision to join which one or the other, and I think it's gonna be like the same way. And so it's gonna be the yes. And I'm trying to speak, trying like, I'm trying to like speak out here. I'm trying, what I'm trying to say is maybe it's going to be the same way, um, the whole custody for SLK thing have, has been done, like, back in 2021-ish, I think, 2020, 2021, yeah, I think it was 2021, where Oedo Tai and Colors, well, no, Oedo Tai and Stars, not Colors, Colors came out the year, Oedo Tai and, and Stars had, like, a whole, um, battle for SLK's custody, and, Stars won the right to this to SLK. Um, they won Starlight Kid's custody, but Starlight Kid decided to join Oedo Tai, and I think, I think that's gonna happen with Waka, except it's not gonna be a battle. Instead, it's gonna be Tom Nakano offering Waka to like stay with it with the Cosmic Angels, but Waka's gonna be like, Nah, I'm gonna Nah. Mina understands me more. I'm going to join Club Venus, and Unagi's probably gonna like stick with him. It's going to be sticking with Mina, I guess, and, like, probably be second in command, I suppose. So, uh, yeah, and they're going to become, like, big bad heels, so. And the decision for, to make them big bad heels, it's, like, it's kind of mixed, but I don't mind. I personally do not mind it. So, uh, trying to move this camera and whatnot, but the first episode, like, on video, and we're going to have, like, I mean, at least I'm going to have issues, but, you know what, it's, it's, it's worth it. Of course, the audio problems are going to persist, but, like, I'm, but I personally think the audio is better on, like, the MacBook Air, and I've done episodes on the MacBook Air, but you know what? We just got to, I just got to roll along with it, so, yeah. Number nine. I would say Mizuki would become the champion, but TJPW is too hard to predict despite being extremely predictable. It's extremely predictable because you're going to know who's the number one contender. You're going to know what's going to happen in, like, a match. Um, whether the number one contender wins the match before their defense. And that basically means that the champion is going to retain. Um, and I want Mizuki to become a champion because it's like, she's like one of the original, one of like the people, one of the wrestlers that's been in TJPW for a while. Except she's, hasn't won the big one. Um, she's been a tag champion like multiple times, especially with Yuka Sakasaki, but... It's time for her to be a singles champ, and I think this, and I think this is like the opportunity for, for Mizuki to become the singles champion over in TJPW. The problem is, is that TJPW they don't want to let go of the four pillars. They don't want to let go of well the three to four pillars. Um, for their championships, you typically have, 
three people. You have Shoko Nakajima, excellent wrestler, by the way. Um, you have Yuka Sakasaki. We already know what Yuka Sakasaki brings to the table. Great wrestler, excellent wrestler for TJPW, by the way. And you got Miyu Mashita, also an excellent wrestler. And you got like three wrestlers. Like you also got like um, Rika Tatsumi, who's like the fourth pillar, but she doesn't get as many reigns as like the other three. So I think um, I think it's time for Mizuki to win a belt, but I don't know. I honestly don't know because one second you can have like Teach thinking like, oh, we're gonna have like the new champion, and then Teach is like, nah, champion retains. Lol. So, yeah, you never know. You're never gonna know with Teach. Um. So, and a lot of these predictions are are predominantly stardom predictions because like there's just so much more you can predict in stardom than in like TJPW. TJPW, and I'm not saying like TJPW is like bad or any way of that, or any like anything like that but it's um but it's just it's i don't know man tjpw is tjpw so yeah it's a good promotion but it's like hard to predict sometimes like really really hard to predict really hard to tell so that's my number nine prediction um 10 and so number 10 is we're going back to stars Aphrodite will win the belt in some capacity. Aphrodite is a team of Sai Kamatani. Uh, yeah. It's a team of Sai Kamatani and, um, and Utami Hayashita. And they're going to win the belt with, in some capacity. They're either going to win the goddess belts. I think they're probably going to overthrow Team 7-Up. Or they're going to win the artist belt with Izumi. And they're going to like cement themselves. Like, you know, they're going to cement themselves in this early half of the year, I believe. Um, it's like, I think they're one of the teams that are long overdue for a title reign. Because these, because both Sai and Utami are a very good tag team. I mean, they have a magic kill, they have the magic killer as their, as their finisher. And I think, I think like, I don't know. I think they should, they're like long overdue for like some tag team glory. Even though they already have some tag team glory, but I want to see them win tag team glory again. So, and it's, or it could be Trio's glory, and it could, like, you know, they could beat, they could be prominence for the, for the artist belts in a hardcore match. I mean, I might see that happening, but you never know. You never know with, um, with stardom sometimes, but Aphrodite or, like, God's, I mean, not God's Eye, but Queen's Quest, they're good, oper- they're, like, good candidates to beat, um, they're good candidates to beat, um, you know, Prominence or Team 7-Up or whoever has a belt. So I'm going to leave it at that. And number 11, um, it, it's going back to Tej, but I think someone from Neo Bishiki Gun will win a belt in Tej. I don't know if it's going to be Saki-sama dethroning me with Nabe for the, inter- na- for, like, the International Princess title. I don't know if it's, um, if it's Saki-sama winning the idol with winning like the princess of princess championship over mizuki or you or over mizuki or yuka sakasaki or god knows whoever i don't know if they're going to become tag team champs again i don't know if like miss sao is going to return to that faction i don't know if um if ooh, he, it's like the possibilities are endless for neo bishiki to return and how it's going to play out it could be that like i don't know it could be that um that yuki Yuki Rai could join the faction and like have like some westernized name, 
But yeah, I think they're going to hold a belt in some capacity. So that's probably the one thing I can count on in Tiege. Um, and yeah, that's like all the Yoshi predictions. But I do have a bonus prediction. It kind of goes with prediction number 10. Um, I do have a bonus prediction. So regarding stardom. So, but from, from Yoshi, we go to, we go back here. We go back stateside. So we're going to, so I have like five predictions from WWE, six predictions from AEW. So number 12, number 12, Braun Breaker finally gets to jump to the main roster and becomes IC or US champion. Um, I think it's, I think Braun Breaker should be, he should be like in the main roster already. I don't understand why he's not on like the main roster other than to build him up as a dominant champ. But I can see him become the Intercontinental Champ or the U.S. Champ. He could dethrone someone like Austin Theory for the U.S. Championship. I kind of see that from happening. I kind of see that happening. If Cody Rhodes becomes the U.S. Champion, I kind of do see Braun Breaker overthrowing Cody Rhodes. Or maybe an audible other way. Or I could see him dethroning Walter. But like, people are telling me Braun Strowman's going to be overthrowing Walter. I mean, Gunther. My bad. Yeah, I think people. Yeah, I think people are telling me that 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 um that Gunther is going to be overthrown by Braun Strowman, which I kind of don't want that to happen. But it's whatever. Now, and but I think Braun Breaker is honestly, in my opinion, a better candidate than, than um than Braun Strowman to overthrow Gunther, and better and like one of, one of the strongest candidates for U.S. champion. In my honest opinion, because the guy, he's a pretty, he, I don't know, he just, I mean, he's all right on the mic, but I think, um, but I think like wrestling wise, he's like, he's still pretty green, but he, I kind of do like him though. So yeah, I think, I think he's going to get the jump. And I think by the end of the year, he's going to be a mid-card champ, maybe elevated to the main to like the main card but it's a bit too soon to for for that i think he's going to be in the mid card though one way or in the other now the more challenging part is who is going to dethrone Braun breaker for the nxc championship or is he going to relinquish it um because he gets leveled because he gets called up to the main roster without any defeat whatsoever so yeah not that he's undefeated in nxt but like what if his reign ends with him relinquishing the title? Could be that way. Could be. I don't know. Number 13. Cody returns to become the U.S. champ before becoming WWE Universal Champion. I think... I think, like, I just... I don't know. I'm only doing this prediction based on, like, the whole aesthetic of, like, Cody being the U.S. Champion. Um, I, under, I mean, he's already a main card player, but I think... I think in order for him to become the WWE Universal, in order for him to become the uni, excuse me, in order for him to become the, like the U.S. Universal, I mean the U.S. Champion. No, I got that so wrong. In order for Cody to become the WWE Universal Champion or even the World Champion, I think he needs to win the U.S. Championship first. He doesn't have to, but I think it kind of like helps him. It helps him like build up. To becoming that WWE Universal Champion or WWE World Champion, and it also kind of makes Cody like more formidable as he already is, 
Asiori is formidable, but it does, I don't know, I'm not going to complain if he's not, like, you know, if, I'm not going to complain if he goes, like, directly to the WWE Universal Championship, um, directly from injury, but I think, like, for me, I prefer if you're going to build him up to be the, the guy, the face of the company, make him the U.S. champ first, build him up from that, make him lose to, like, think, like, I don't know, Gunther or Seth Rollins or Braun Breaker or whoever. Um, make him lose to, like, a strong opponent and then make him be the WWE Universal Champion. Um, I don't know who's the champion, but I think... But I think, um, but I think I would want him to win the belt off. I mean, maybe Roman, if possible, maybe, maybe Drew, I don't know. I don't know, but like, I think he's going to become the WWE Universal Champion eventually. And I think he's going to get it done this year. So that's number 13. Number 14, there will be a woman mid-card championship and EO Sky becomes the first champion. I think the women's mid-card champion, I think, like, for a, for, I understand, like, the purpose of the tag championships, but that's not the right belt for your mid-card. I think you need, like, a women's intercontinental championship more than you need, like, a tag team championship, because, like, just let them run as individuals, you know, and, like, that kind of helps them elevate, it kind of helps them elevate elevate like your mid-card women's talent more and it helps them elevate to be eventual main carders i mean main card wrestlers so so and i think eos guy becomes the first champion you gotta have eos guy like look as dominant as possible because like right now with damage with damage control i mean they're okay but eh, they could be better they they just could be they could be better but I personally don't know if, like, if, like, because I heard reviews about damage control. And, like, damage control, they're not bad. But, like, they're not getting the crowd reactions like they should be having. I mean, because it's three talented women and Bailey's, like, the front, and Bailey gets, like, all the attention. And it just seems like Io Sky and Dakota Kai are just there, just to be there, just be heels, just to run around um, with. Just to run around on um, Bailey and whatnot, and just like do their shenanigans and stuff, and eat the pins for Bailey. No, I want, I want some, I want people like Eos Guy and Dakota Kai to like just to like, literally dominate the mid card. I want people to just like dominate the mid card, and I want like the women's mid card to like be stronger, and not just like be tag teams. I think like that's the one flaw that Triple H has done. Like, I get it, you want to, I get it, like, he wanted the women's tag division to, like, you know, he wanted the women's tag division to be, like, you know, to be resurrected, but personally, it, in, in hindsight, in hindsight, 2020, wasn't the best decision for Hunter, wasn't the best decision, just now, just cut it out, we just, just, like, put that belt, give it, like, the golden shovel, or the golden sledgehammer, and then make way for the um for a women's intercontinental championship. And you might want to have a tournament for that, but you have to make Eos Sky as like dominant as possible, and make Eos Sky like have that generational run like she had with have yeah have that generational run 
like she had with the NXT Championship. And you make you and you and you make Eosky as like one of your pillars for WWE going into the future. Otherwise, otherwise, if you're not going to do anything with Eosky, you might as well just release her. Because if Eosky's in Stardom, she'll be better than what she is in WWE. And I'm biased, but I mean that's truth. That's that's a, that's that's the truth. It's a damn truth, and nothing but the truth. So. Yeah, all the women you poached, like, during, like, what? During summer, and once Triple H came back, put them into good use, please. Otherwise, you're gonna be, look. otherwise you're gonna look like a fool. Uh, yeah. That's prediction number 14. Number 15. Alpha Academy become faces and beat the Usos for the Tag Team Championships. Yeah. I think, like, an act like Alpha Academy. I actually like Alpha Academy. They're good at heels, but, like, they're gonna become, like even more lovable than they are when they become faces. And um it's like it's a double edged sword. It's a double edged it's a double edged sword. Like one side okay, like on one side you you might have like okay Shad Gables like every every time he's gonna say thank you he's gonna like receive the admiration of like the audience. The other thing is that if he say like shush, shush please it's going to be, but like, instead of like doing that to the audience, it's going to be to like the opponents. It's maybe that's going to lose a bit of that spark, you know? Maybe he's going to lose it. Maybe the shush, shush, please is going to lose a bit of that spark when he's, when instead of like the audience, he's doing that against like other heels. So that's kind of like my biggest worry, but I like to see Alpha Academy become faces and beat the Usos and have that celebration with Kurt Angle. Um, Gable Stevenson, um, Jason Jordan, and whatnot, and basically kind of have, like, it doesn't have to be at Mania, it could be at Raw, and, like, confetti just falls down and shit. I mean, or it could be at a pay-per-view as well. SummerSlam, I guess. But, yeah, someone's got to put the end to the Usos, and I like the Usos, I like the Bloodline. But I think it's time Alpha Academy has some belts. So, yeah. I mean, that act is just going to be, like, so this is going to be a side note if they don't have any title reigns. Please, let Alpha Academy get their wins. For the love of God. I'm begging you. Okay, and number 16, my last prediction for WWE is that Cody, Cena, or The Rock will overthrow Roman Reigns. Or It's kind of like a two-part prediction. So one part is Cody, is either Cody, John Cena, or The Rock overthrowing Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? Or Roman Reigns relocuses unscathed and leaves for Hollywood. So this is like two possibilities, two timelines. Well, three timelines I guess, but like they all kind of fork. There's a fork in the road. So one. So let's say Cody, Cena, The Rock. I don't know if they win the Royal Rumble, but they. And I think the Royal Rumble should be built up for like who should be the one to be Roman Reigns. Let's say Cody returns, Rumble time, or Cena returns, or The Rock returns. One of those three wins the Royal Rumble. And they challenge Roman Reigns for, like, both belts, or, like, one of the belts. And, okay. And, uh, this one's going to be a bit hard to predict. But it could end, like, two ways. Cody, Cody wins the, um, Cody, Cena, Rock. They win their championship at WrestleMania. 
the main event of WrestleMania. Night two, maybe night one if one of them don't don't get it. But one of them beats Roman Reigns. They finally beat Roman. They finally end the streak in like night two or perhaps night one or become undisputed champion altogether because Mania is going to be like two nights still, two bloody nights. Not a fan of it, but it's whatever. Um, so you have that scenario, and you have the other scenario where, like, even though Cody, John Cena, and Rock, they challenge at WrestleMania, but Roman Reigns just leaves unscathed. And, like, you know, maybe Cody Rhodes, his childhood dreams, it's not enough, he falls short of it. Maybe for John Cena, he comes short of, like, trying to, like, tie or break Ric Flair's record for, like, being the World Heavyweight Champion. Or maybe to rock, he maybe that that one last fight he wasn't even enough, and um co and like Roman Reigns he becomes like the one true king of the bloodline, and like Roman Reigns and the Rock they just sleep together or some shit like that, like they go for Hollywood and then and then Roman Reigns relinquishes the belt and unscathed and leaves for Hollywood, and it's gonna be like one and it's gonna be like Roman Reigns appreciation night on a Raw, and like it's gonna be like Roman Reigns, the bloodline. His, his um his tribal council, Paul Heyman, and the person he defeated WrestleMania. Say the Rocks. I mean, say Cody Cena, and I kind of see the visual of like the Rock, like kind of like you know, kind of singing praises of like Roman Reigns and like and saying that like Roman Reigns and like basically just have Roman Reigns like I don't know becoming the next like you're the next one, you're the great one, you're even greater than me. So I I applaud you for that. But your next step now is that you're going to be Hollywood and then like Roman Reigns and like, and then Roman Reigns and The Rock, they just leave with confetti and shit. And there becomes a tournament and stuff. So, and maybe Cody wins it all together. So, in that tournament, I don't know, man. WWE, it's like, it's like, you know, it's like, it's like you might know what's going to happen, but they're going to pull like a curveball here and there. But that's wrestling altogether. So those are like my five predictions for WWE. Now for AEW, I, I got six predictions. So number 17. Hook, lo- Hook loses the FTW champion to Action Andretti. But he becomes a TNT champion the same year. I think like... I love Hook. I think Hook's great. And I think Hook's going to continue to have the FTW championship. But this is more about Action Andretti, and you want to build Action Andretti up as a star. It's like one of the next ones. And I think Action Andretti, he's going to be the next one to beat Hook for the FTW belt. And they're going to have like one hell, of a, one hell of a banger of a title fight. And I Action Andretti finally beats Hook at the end. He finally beats that undefeated streak. But here's a bigger picture though. Hook is going to be elevated. And he's going to be fighting for that TNT championship. And depending who the champion is. After Hook loses the FTW championship. He's going to go after the TNT championship. Of course he's going to shake hands with Action Andretti and whatnot. And of course Taz is going to shake his hands and stuff. And Taz and Hook probably have a conversation. And then he goes after like I don't know. Maybe Will Hobbs. Maybe Powerhouse Will Hobbs. Maybe he goes after somebody who has a TNT champion. And, like, they have a good healthy reign, but Hutch finally challenges them. And I think that's the way to build a, to build Hook into, like, 
superstar status. He already has the intro. He already has the fans. He already has like, he already has the aesthetic to become like the next young superstar in AEW, one of the next pillars of AEW. And I think you have him. I think you have him like. Um, I think you have him become the TNT champion, and you develop him more. You make him more into like this badass um, that the people love and the people want to root for. And even though he has that loss against Action Andretti, he well, hypothetically he has like 2023. He loses Action Andretti, but afterwards he like you know that defeat helps humble him a little bit. But it also makes him become a better wrestler. And I think and I think he becomes CNT champion because of it. And he's gonna go on a tear. So I think that's no that's my that's my first prediction for AEW. My next prediction is that Thunder Rosa turns heel on everyone and teams with Nile Rose. If I'm AEW, I want like this whole near I want like or if I'm if I'm Thunder Rosa. I want this whole, you know, narrative between me being a bad person to end. And what better way to put that shit and become a heel and beat the and beat the entire roster up? I want to see that. I want to see Thunder Rosa just like become a heel. And like I've seen heel Thunder, I've seen heel Thunder Rosa. I like Thunder Rosa as a face, but like heel Thunder Rosa is something different. She's gonna curse you in Spanish. She's gonna like fucking drag you. She's gonna beat the crap out of you. And, uh, yeah, and I've seen that in NWA before NWA became shit. I've seen that in Teach, and I've seen what Makito had to go through. I've seen what Camille had to go through when, when Thunder Rosa was over there. So, I think, I think, I think it's time to turn, to turn Thunder Rosa heel. And I think you have her team up with Nile Rose. I, I, I don't know. It's kind of like, I don't know. I feel like your chemistry is just going to be good. And there's just going to be, like, you have, like, you know, you have, like, you have the lead, and then you have the pa- and then you have the powerhouse. Nyla Rose is a powerhouse, and Thunder, and Thunder Rose is, like, the lead. Maybe you can add Serena Deeb there to, to have, like, a very dominant, like, trio faction to just have them beat the crap out of, like, every heel, every face. Just, like, absolutely, ter- like, beat the crap out of everyone. And just fuck shit up. But yeah, I think Thunder Rosa is going to become heel, and I think she's going to be, I think she's going to beat the crap out of everybody. Hell, she might win the TBS Championship out of like some babyface, and elevate that and elevate that title belt, and and fucking beat up Jade Cargill too, just for the hell of it. Although I do want Jade Cargill to like look high and like you know look look high and be victorious in that feud, and I kind of do want Thunder Rosa to like elevate talent, but like make her be a bad guy. Make her be a bad gal. Make make her be like make her wear this black hat. Make her be a villain. I want to see that. And like her being a villain is completely justified. I love to see that. Um, and I think it's gonna happen. Now number nineteen, my third AEW prediction: SW returns and unleashes hell on everyone, and they become trio champs as heel. This one, this one, I got my fantasy booking on. I mean, my fantasy booking hat on. I think SEU returns. I know Christopher Daniel, he's like, you know, he's in his twilight of his career. I think Frankie Kazarian, Frankie Kazarian, he's getting up there. Scorp's getting up there. But I think they return as a trio faction. And I think they're going to, and I think they're going to become heels. And I think they're going to be, um, I think they're probably, this is going to be a bit of a bold prediction. But I think they are going to beat 
the elite as heels. I think so. Because I remember from like pandemic aid pandemic AEW in like around twenty twenty one, I believe. Um the the elite fought against the no, the Young Bucks when they were heels, they fought against Christopher Daniels and Cranky Kazarian. And and the stipulation is basically for the, it was for the tag team championships. But the stipulation was that if the elite, if um, if the young bucks beat the addiction, the team of Christopher Daniels and um, and Frankie Kazarian, they would no longer be tag team. I put that into it. However, even though they cannot be tag team partners, and even though they have to be, they have to go their separate ways. I don't think SEU is completely disbanded. I think because it because like I think. They, the elite did not say anything about um, SAU becoming a trio, and I think that's gonna be that's gonna create a loophole for SCU SoCal Uncensored to get revenge on the elite, and I think they beat the elite for the trio for the AEW Trios Championship. Now I know I want the United Empire put them crowns up. I want the United Empire to become Trio's champions. I like how Fletcher, I like Mark Davis, and I like that whole tandem with Will Ospreay as well. That's a good Trio's team. I like the whole Trio's with um with Jeff Cobb and um and Great Ocon with Will Ospreay. I think SEU I think SEU though beating the Elite and beating the Young Bucks and the and getting like one up on the Young Bucks. I think that's I think that's as juicy as um as Will Osprey playing and you know being a foil to Kenny Omega and Kenny Omega being a foil to Will Osprey, so I think I think SEU returns, and I would like them to become like and I would like them to beat the Elite for the Trios Championship as heels. Now that's nineteen number twenty, Sword becomes CNT champions, but but he loses to Keith Lee, I think. Swerve is probably going to beat Darby. Nah, this is, I'm looking way too ahead into in the future of this year. I think Darby Allen, I, th- I think Darby Allen, the Thrones, Samojo, and Seattle this week. But I think Swerve becomes CNT champion as well. I think Darby's going to have like a nice three to four month reign. But Swerve, he's going to, like, there's already history between. Darby Allen and Sir Strickland. They're both from the Seattle area. Um, Darby's from Seattle. Sir's from Tacoma, not too far away from Seattle. And I think they're both going to have a fight. And I think Sir, he's going to use his heelish tactics to beat Darby Allen. He could be the pro. He could be like, he could be the pure champion as well for ROH, Swerve. I think he could dethrone um, Wheeler Yuta, even though I like Wheeler Yuta, but mm, I kind of do see two belts swerve. Anyways, back to the TNT champion. Swerve becomes TNT champion, and he has a good rank going into the summer. However, he loses to Keith Lee. Keith Lee gets one up on Swerve Strickland. And Keith Lee loses to, like, another heel. I don't know, but then it's it's a good prediction, but... You also want Will Hobbs to become champion. And he has like a whole 
coronation going on. So maybe Darby Allen becomes a champion for a month. And then you have Swerve becoming champion for a month before losing it to Will Hobbs. So I don't like that. So I think, I don't know, this one's, I mean, now thinking about it, this one's going to be a bit confusing because Will Hobbs is going to be champion over in, um, over in San Francisco. He's going to become the Bay Area champion. I think he's going to become like, he's going to win his belt over in the Bay Area. So this one's going to become hard to predict. Maybe Swerve beats Will Hobbs and then Keith Lee beats Swerve. And I don't know. And then Huck at the end of the year becomes TNT champion over Swerve or something. But I kind of do want to see Swerve, if he's TNT champion, losing to Keith Lee. Just so Keith Lee has like some revenge. Maybe we could see that for the world championship. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Now this one's a bit too hard to predict because, yeah, you know, because you got the like the powerhouse in the way. You have powerhouse Will Hobbs in the way, and he has to win in San Francisco. No ifs, ands, or buts. And he's not going to win the belt off MJF anytime soon. No one's going to take the belt off MJF anytime soon, unless you can have a swerve. Then no pun intended. Unless you can have a swerve here and there, or maybe maybe you can throw like a knuckle curve, like an Ari Dicky knuckle curve. I I won't mind it, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's a bit hard to tell. But I think Swerve becomes like a TNT champion, but I think he loses a Keefley or he loses the hook. Is it? Or maybe he could have two brains. I don't know. Now, moving on to number 21. Jay Cargill gets the throne. I think Jay Cargill loses TBS championship. And I think she's going to be the throne by somebody. That's somebody I have no idea. I have no idea who's gonna become the who's gonna become the new main for that bitch show, but Jay Cargill, like she has a very dominant reign, and I think it's time to her to elevate her. It's time for her to be elevated into like the main to like the world heavyweight championship status. I love to see her go against Jamie Car. I mean Jamie Hader, Jade Cargill, Jamie Hader. That's gonna be hard hitting match, but the heavy but like the world but like the women's championship scene is gonna be very. Very crowded, and I would vouch for Sheeta. I would vouch for Hikaru Sheeta becoming the um the TBS champion. Here's the problem, though. Hikaru Sheeta is already in the main event scene. She's already in the main card, and she's like she's gonna stay there. She's gonna stay there like for the rest of her career there, unless she hits. She she I don't know. She enters the twilight of her career, but it's not gonna be this year. It's not going to be this year. Here's why. Because she is an absolute workhorse. She's like. She's 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 a, she's a cat of a different breed. Then again. The Japanese are a cat of a whole different breed. Like those cats say. They, they can just like go. They're, they're built different over there in Japan. Now Jade. Now Jade Cargill. Like she's different. But like. I kind of don't want Sheeta to be, I mean, I kind of want Sheeta to become TBS champ, but it's going to be a bit complicated. Then you have other people that can become TBS champ. You got Sky Blue. She's a good candidate, excellent worker. Not the best wrestler, but she's a good worker, so I'll give her that. You have Kira Hogan, but she loses it over and over again. You have um, Red Velvet. She might lose again. You have, um, you have Ruby Soho, but she already challenged for that. You got Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose, she challenged her dad. She lost. Even though she should have won, but it's whatever. 
And then there's Chris Statlander. Maybe maybe Chris Statlander cha challenges again. But the problem with Chris Statlander is that she's injury prone, unfortunately. So maybe you can have Riho be the TBS champion. She's the one. I don't think she's she won. I don't I don't think Jay Cargill has gone against Yoshi Talent because a lot of like the talent Jay Cargill has gone against was predominantly from here, from like the U.S. Now I could be wrong here. I could be wrong, and if I'm wrong, then that's on me. That's definitely on me. But I'm now thinking about it. I think Riho is. I think Riho might be one of the best candidates to beat Jay Cargill. But I don't know, man. Riho's already main event. She's already like a main event player. That's the other issue. And like I think with Tony, like they, with Tony, and I can't blame him for this. Yoshi, like the Yoshi, like the Yoshi over well, main card Yoshi, like Riho and Hikarshita. They're there. They don't challenge for the TBS championship. They challenge for the AEW Women's Championship, and I understand that. So, yeah. But I think Jay Cargo gets her throne this year, where she might relinquish the belt altogether after maybe beating, like, Jamie Hayter or something, or Mercedes. I don't know. That'd be pretty cool, though, to see her relinquish the belt. But I think Jay Cargo loses the TBS Championship belt. She either loses the belt altogether, or she relinquishes the belt altogether as she's undefeated. So you never know. You never know. Um, and number twenty-two, my last AEW prediction. Mercedes for not first Okay, Mercedes, formerly known as Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet or whatever, Mercedes Bernardo. That's her real name. That's Sasha Banks' real name. I think she takes over the women's division, and I think she she over she's gonna be the one who overthrows Jamie Hayter. Now she's. Now it's like ninety five percent confirmed to me that that Mercedes that Mercedes Bernardo has signed a contract with New Japan, and she's gonna be a New Japan exclusive, and she's gonna be fighting for Kyrie's IWGP Women's Belt. I think the Brinks trucks, they're from Jacksonville, and I think she's gonna be wrestling in a in AEW. She's gonna be wrestling in a, in AEW, and I think she takes over AEW. And I think she's gonna be the one who overthrows Jamie Hayter. Call me a bit a bit call me a bit a bit ambitious, but I think she's gonna be the one who overthrows Jamie Hayter. I would say she's the one who overthrows Jay Cargo. But oh I think Tony wants I think Tony wants she wants Mercedes Monet, Mercedes Fernandos, formerly known as Sasha Banks. I think Mercedes, I think, I think like Tony Khan and like the higher ups over at, um, at, you know, at Bushi Road who control New Japan. I think they want Mercedes to be the, um, the AW1's champ. I think so. Nothing against the TBS championship, but she's only going to become the second champion and it's going to, and it's literally a mid card belt held by someone who should be in the main event card. And if Sasha wins, it's like, it's a belt, it's good, but it's not the biggest fish in the pond. I think the higher-ups want, Mer and I think Mercedes too, and I know Mercedes would be happy with any belt, but like, at the end of the day, you you want your executives, your bookers, your 
um, your folks over at marketing, the fans, I think they want. I think they want Mercedes Renardo to hold the biggest fish in the pond. I know I'm a mark for saying her real name, but I don't know. Let's just call her Mercedes, but I don't want to call her Mercedes because like there's also Mercedes Martinez who wrestles in ROH and whatnot. And I don't want like you know. I don't want to mistake. I don't want to do mistakes and stuff. Even though this episode has been full of mistakes, and that's on me. But I think I think Mercedes slash Sasha, she's gonna get the big fish, and I think she's gonna be one the one who overthrows Jamie Hater. You want an impact? You want your you want to make an impact as signing as like new as like the new signing to Tony Khan and like his his black and gold brand that's no longer black and gold, but it's like red, white, and blue with accents of black. The Cody, the Cody Rhodes influence and whatnot. You, you take the belt off Jamie Hayter, and I think, and I expect big things out of the women's roster for AEW. So, and I think Mercedes slash Sasha is going to be the AEW women's champ, and she's going to be dominant. She's going to take over the women's division, and it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be a thing of beauty, and that's all for for the AEW predictions. I did say that the bonus that the bonus that I did have a bonus prediction, and this one's gonna be in stardom. And although I did say, so I, and I don't, and although it be, ah, damn it, it's gonna be hard for me to segue this one, and because I'm so excited talking about Mercedes, but we're gonna go to stardom, and it's not gonna be Mercedes slash Sasha related. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about Queen's Quest here. However. This one's going to be a bit of a bold prediction. And this is prediction number 23. My wild card. Although I think Aphrodite is going to win a gold. They're going to win championships in some way, shape, or form. Whether it's going to be the Goddess Championship. Or whether it's going to be the Artist Championship with Azumi. The Cosmic Angels are not going to... Are going to like, you know. It's only going to... It's only going to be... Natsupoi, Tom Nakano, and co- and the Colors Girls, and maybe they might recruit somebody else. I don't know, but I think I think the I think like the star I think like Cosmic Angels are gonna get depleted in numbers, and they're gonna and they're gonna need somebody. And how I see it is that say Cosmic Angels are gonna get assaulted. There's not gonna be enough. Like the Colors Girls, they're trying to like you know fend off say a way to tie or Club Venus or something. Let's say a way to, let's say a way to tie. They're getting beat up by a way to tie. Um, and a way to tie is like literally whooping their butts. They're using everything: the chairs, the the briefcase, the everything, the bat, the wrench, everything under the sun. And like they get assaulted over and over and over again, and then like. And then they get rescued by Sai Kamatani only because of history with Tom Nakano. Tom Nakano is kind of the one that brought Sai Kamatani that's that brought Sai Kamatani to this business because of the whole Stardom Idols thing and whatnot. And um and I think like and I think Saya joins she leaves Queen's Quest and she joins the Cosmic Angels only because she's gonna only to rescue Tom Nakano. And it's gonna be crazy. It's ambitious. But Maybe that's going to happen. Maybe because of like this whole Club Venus, like, you know, departing from the Cosmic Angels and whatnot. And maybe because of like this whole other stuff that's going on and Tom Akino's past catching up to her. 
there's going to become a white, there's probably going to become a white horse that's going to save her. That's going to save her. There's going to be a white, there's going to be a knight in shining armor. Um, and she's going to save Tom Nakano, and that knight is going to be Sai Kamatani, and she joins the faction, even though, but who knows? She's loyal to Queen's Quest. I really don't know. Or it's going to be hard to predict. So, yeah. And yeah, that's all my predictions for 2023. Those are my 23 predictions for 2023. This is my first video episode. I messed up a lot. But hopefully, but like, I'm trying to do this in video format. And trying to do this in like podcast form and all at the same time. But uh, yeah, that's all for this episode of the Rompets on Breastwing podcast. Um, this next episode is probably, I mean, the next episode is probably going to be, like, my plans and my resolutions for 2022, maybe, I don't know, no, not 2022, 2023, so, yeah, stick tuned, stay tuned for that one, and, uh, yeah, if you, you enjoyed this episode, I'll be on Twitter, I talk a lot of stuff on Twitter, um, if you want to see me on Discord, I'm on, like, two different Discords, um, Two different discords, but I'm the one with the, with the Sarano profile pic. Um, and uh, yeah, if you enjoyed more episodes, go see me on Odyssey. But like the 2020 thing, that's a whole thing of the past. My garbage takes, if you want to listen to them, go ahead. Um, but yeah, anyways, now it's time to do the actual outro. Um, if you want to see more of me, I'm on Twitter at Black Hat Sammy. Um, I'm, all, I'm also going to be on YouTube, same, same handle, Black Hat Sammy. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you want to listen more of my garbage takes and how I can't cook and how I didn't cook in 2022, um, the last year, of course, since now it's 2023, go check me out on Anchor. Um, unfortunately I lost viewers because I moved from, um, I moved from, I moved from RSS to Anchor because I can't pay for RSS. So I'm trying to get some money here. So, uh, yeah. And also I'm on Twitch. Um. Just now, I'm going to Twitch um, Splatoon 3, well, momentarily, and uh, yeah, until then, I'll catch you guys on the other side of the tracks, and uh, yeah, until then, farewell, bye, and how did I forget, happy new year, Sue, and I hope you guys all have a, tw- a good 2023, wherever you are, so hopefully make those new year resolutions or not, uh, you know, it's up to you. Just make this year, just make 2023 your year. And yeah, until then, I'll catch y'all later. Bye-bye.